this is Domenico Laporta and you are listening to a new episode of the Co-Production Podcast, brought to you by Cineropa and Eurimage. I am the editor of Cineropa, your number one resource for European industry content published daily in four languages. Our media is supported by Creative Europe and you can always access our articles and videos for free at cineropa.org. Today, we are discussing the co-production of the feature film The Open Body, directed by Ángeles Huerta. The film is a co-production between Spain and Portugal. I'm welcoming two of the three co-producers of the film today. Welcome, guys. Can I ask you to introduce yourself and your production company, starting with you, Gaspar. You are representing the production company Oyo Vivo in Galicia, Spain. Oyo Vivo is a, a Galician-based company, um, uh, and uh, Oyo Vivo are uh, Pepe Coira, Jorge Coira, and, and me. Uh, we are uh, freelance. Um, Pepe is writer, uh, Jorge director, and me. Uh, I am mainly editor and also producer. So uh, we have been working together for a long time, uh, mainly on TV shows and. And uh, four years ago, we decided to, to create our own company in order to develop our own projects and also projects from people um, who were building their careers here in, in Galicia. And uh, that's the, the case of, of The Open Body. The Open Body uh, will be the first future fiction film from a new, talented um, Galician director, uh, Ángeles Huerta, And uh, The Open Body tells the story of Miguel, a young teacher uh, at the beginning of the 20th century, that arrives in an isolated place located in the mountains between Galicia and Portugal, between Spain and, and Portugal. A place uh, surrounded by ancient beliefs, uh, very rude people, and uh, there... Uh, he needs to face um, a conflict between the reason and, and the passion. Uh, he discovers that the people in that place, um, things that uh, where people die, uh, their spirits uh, can keep on earth in order to, um, to finish something. Uh, something that that needs to be finished, and in order to to get that purpose, the spirits uh, can go inside um, the bodies of uh, some kind of people, uh, people who has some kind of illness or or people that has some mental disease, and um, that thing that open bodies situation is is the the core of of this story that uh, we we are now editing and uh, and that uh, is in in the core of of this project that uh, led us to join uh, adria and uh, and people from from fast and films and from cinema to to develop this project So Adria, you are with us today as well. It's your third participation to the co-production podcast. We are always happy to have you here. Can you just uh, introduce yourself for the people that are not knowing you yet and uh, also talk a little bit about Fast and Films and tell us as well what uh, got you interested in this project. Fast and Films is a production company that's based in Barcelona. It was created uh, four years ago. And we produce uh, 10 films on these years and one, and one series. And the last two productions, they were both shoot in, uh, in Greece, just by chance. One is Mediterraneo, 
uh, that's directed by, by Marcel Barrena and co-produced with Maria Drandaki, uh, with uh, sorry, with Erectic. And it won uh, on the Goya's three awards uh, on the last Goya, so we're very happy with the story. And the other one is La Voluntaria, directed by Nelly Reguera and co-produced this time, yes, by uh, Maria Drandaki in Greece. And this is the, what we like to do. We mostly co-produce uh, movies with uh, mostly Spanish directors and uh, co-producers all around Europe. And the way I, I got to meet this project was I met Angeles in a, in a small uh, co-production um, um, they did in La Coruña some years ago. And we, well, I spoke with her. And I, I, I thought she, she got a very strong energy and she, got, uh, she was something very special. And then lately I was contacted by Gaspar and when they sent me the script, we were really in fast and we're really surprised. We, we love the, the script because we really like genre, but it's very hard for us to find good scripts on the genre world. So we're really shocked by, by the project. And it's been a very good story that uh, Gaspar invited us to, to join. And it was a very, even if we are all from, from the same country, it was a co-production because we're also based in, in Barcelona, they're based in Galicia. And I think we, we make a very good team as, uh, as co-producers, at least from my side. That's what I think. <laughs> yeah. Also involved with the film, um, Sonia and her sister from the, the production company uh, Cinemat in Portugal. So Portugal is co-producing the film as well. Uh, unfortunately, Sonia had a technical problem right before starting the podcast, so she, she cannot be with us today. But uh, can you tell us why you decided to co-produce with Portugal? It's, was it purely financial or is there also uh, something that is really related to the core uh, of that story? From the very beginning of the development of this project, we uh, we were certain about uh, this was a Spanish-Portuguese co-production. Um, the 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 story uh, happens in in a place located in a, in a no lands in in a no countries land uh, in a place that doesn't belong or to Spain or to Portugal, uh, but a place that has a lot um, about Spanish-Portuguese, but also about Portuguese culture. Um, and that was the main reason that we decided to look for a partner in Portugal. Um, we, we were absolutely um, sure about this uh, must be a um, Spanish-Galician co-production. And um, so we started to, to look for, for a partner in, in Portugal. And uh, we contacted um, Sonia and, uh, and Anna uh, in the European film market in Berlin uh, four years ago, maybe. And uh, they joined immediately to the, to the project with a very, very uh, first draft of the, of the script. And, um, and we tried to, to create a film where um, Galician and also Portuguese culture, uh, languages, um, uh, manners of, of the people in, in the both sides of the border um, are, are in the film. And um, did you finance the development yourself or did you have access to some funding in your country? Um, in, in Spain, uh, we have um, 
very uh, we have several several uh, public fundings um, in our region in, in Galicia. We started uh, developing the project uh, thanks to um, Galician fund for for development uh, at the very beginning of the of the project. We also get some funds for for a script, also Galician public funds, and. Um, once we uh, complete development, uh, we applied and, and, and we get um, public funds also in Galicia for, for production. And uh, once we join um, uh, Fasten Films, uh, we applied and uh, fortunately we also get um, funds from, from Spanish government, uh, from ICA. And um, and that's the the way we built uh, the the main um, financing of the of the film. During this uh, way, uh, we were joining uh, public broadcasters in in Spain, um, in our region, uh, Galician Television, and also Spanish public television, Televisión Española. Um, and that's the, the, the way that we arrived into applying every match. Uh, that's the point where we were uh, when we applied every match. So, Adria, you, you applied to Rimash several times. Your company is quite young, but you, you still applied a few times. And the reason you are here for the third time is because you had at least three films supported uh, by Rimash. Uh, did you play an important part in that application in terms of, you know, calibrating it? And uh, were you like the mentor or the guide uh, to, to apply to the fund? Well, I mean, we work together, all, all the producers, but we, yeah, we work a lot on the, on the nodes and also with uh, with Gaspar and um, and the Portuguese partners, but we, I mean, it was a film that really was shot on the border of two countries, and it had many elements like on the crew. It was very natural to be a, a co-production, but on the way of presenting and preparing the documentation, of course, it helps the the experience. But it was it was quite natural to present the project, and we could have financing from also on the Portuguese side. Cinemate also own equipment, and so we could have some uh, in-kind investment, and so this could help also for the co-production on the financing part. And how much money did you receive from Eurimage? Two hundred and seventy thousand euros. So it was uh, it was key on closing the finance because it, when you co-produce, it's a genre film. It's also set in the beginning of the. 20th century, so we needed this money to to fully finance the movie and to be able to deliver the quality that I think it will be it will be there, uh, hopefully. And um, if I'm not mistaken, uh, the, the director is not uh, the author of the script, or the story is based on uh, someone else uh, writing. Can you tell us a little bit more about uh, about that? The, um, the story comes from a short story uh, from a well-known Galician writer uh, whose name is uh, José Luis Méndez Ferrín. Méndez Ferrín is one of the biggest uh, writers in our literature, um, our 20th century literature. 
uh, he's still alive. He's an old man, uh, and, um, and and he um, uh, he is very happy about uh, uh, having a film about this this short story. Five years ago, uh, Angeles told me uh, to uh, to make a film about this this story, and 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 for me it was very uh, strange at the beginning because uh, I had produced um, uh, her last film, her first feature, and I worked with Angeles uh, as a, a documentary director. Uh, so for me, this story about um, genre uh, in a, in an isolated place, uh, a, a short story uh, um, with uh, several connections with Dracula or, or that kind of literature uh, was uh, quite uh, strange. But I soon discovered that this is a story about um, identity, about beliefs, and, and that uh, has a lot um, to uh, has a lot uh, of connections with with the um, with the author and also with the original author of of the original um, of the original short story and uh, so Angeles because of that uh, she became the writer of the film the co-writer of the film Angeles joined uh, Daniel Dominguez uh, and they are both the the writers of the script. But Jose Luis Mendes Farin, uh, that is so happy about uh, having a film of, of, of this short story, is also involved in, in every step. Uh, he, he wants to know and, and he's also uh, very happy to, um, uh, to get some advice about uh, how people uh, could act on, on that age and, and things like that. Let's speak a little bit about the sales. Um, I think there's a sales agent already involved in the film. Is the film, uh, um, there was an MG maybe? Was it already at, this, at the production stage that the sales agent stepped in and, and decided to participate to the financing of the film? The sales company is Filmax, and we we choose them because they're, they're very good at uh, with genre movies, and they were very passionate about the script, and they kind of present like very smooth on Berlinale and they already had some interest from from potential buyers. They were very happy with the promo. We edit a short promo that because the material is very good. So they show this promo to buyers and hopefully for Cannes we'll have maybe uh, first cut or more images, but they are, it's like horror, uh, terror folk, like horror folk, the way they, they say that they present it. I think it's good because it has like very good storytelling and it's some a very special story. So we're we think it has potential for sales and Filmax did very good sales before with uh, general movies. So we feel like in we're in a good position. And Gaspar, I from what I see of the the technical crew, also the the composer, you, you worked a lot with Galician uh, talents, including uh, in the cast. Can you maybe say a word about uh, Galician people that were involved in the film? Uh, as, as I told you, this is um, a, a, a film that is closely connected to uh, to Galician culture and language and heritage. Uh, so, uh, for, for example, in, the, in terms of, of music, the, the composer of the film, uh, of the soundtrack, is uh, she's um, Mercedes Peón. 
And Mercedes Peón has a name as, as a, a musician uh, in this kind of music, these musics of the world. And uh, she has a name and, and she's closely connected to, to, to the Galician sound and the, and the Galician culture. Um, the, the, the crew of the film, the, the, te the technical crew of the film is a, a very interest, interesting mixture of um, Galician, uh, Catalonian and Portuguese uh, people. Uh, very talented ones, and um, for us, in terms of um, of building the, the the film, we were very um, focused on on um, connect this this kind of of cultural heritage of our places, our countries. Um, because Galicia and also Catalonia are not exactly uh, the same as uh, you say when you say Spain. We are uh, places with a very uh, interesting local uh, culture, our own culture. And that thing we were sure about um, including that in the, in the, in the film. And I think in terms of, 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 uh, of crew, in terms of, uh, technical people, um, that was also a, a very, a very important thing. And what is the status of the film now? And what is the agenda for the next, uh, the next month? We are, we are editing now. Uh, we, um, we hope to to have a picture log about uh, may uh, so we have um, we will be editing for the next uh, weeks and uh, uh, also in the next weeks uh, the composer uh, will start um, creating the um, the the music script and and, and, and and going into into the film and uh, so we are um we are editing uh, we are close to the um, to the final cut to the to the picture log and we hope to uh, get into a color and sound post production in, in may and is the goal to to pursue uh, fantastic film festivals or are you planning also like a general uh, audience festival with that film I don't know, but it has potential. I will be surprised if we don't do a good festival, like genre festivals uh, path. Like I think maybe CJS, at least for me as an audience of CJS goers since I'm a kid, I think I could perfectly see it in a festival like CJS or hopefully in CJS. But then also for the more like uh, non-genre festivals, I don't know what you think as part. I'm not very objective, but I think there's also a chance because it's a very strong storytelling. It's like it tells more things than only like pure horror not what you said about identity and and from the very first beginning uh, one of the um, of the main things about the film is that um, it's a, a genre film uh, but it's also a mainly an author film uh, and it uh, talks a lot about uh, identity. It talks about um, discovering yourself in a place that you don't belong to, and a lot of things that um, talk about um, uh, more that uh, classical horror film. So we hope uh, to 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 be. In the um, 
in, in general festivals, but also uh, we think that we can um, have a path in uh, in also author uh, festivals. We, we think that the film combines these these two ways of um, and and also these two audiences. Yeah, that's a good way to to conclude this uh, this conversation. It's already the end uh, of this episode. If you enjoyed it, you should subscribe to the Co-Production Podcast on Apple Music, Spotify, Google, or any other podcast platform that has your preference. Let me also remind you that all of our previous episodes are available on Sinova.org. Uh, thanks a lot, uh, Juan and Valerio, who are great help uh, on the show. And uh, thank you, Gaspar and Adria, for accepting to be the guests of the co-production podcast today. We are sorry we couldn't talk to Sonia, but uh, I'm sure she will listen to this episode and we send her uh, our best. We are looking forward to the release of The Open Body, and I wish you all the best for your future projects. Keep making films and we'll keep watching them. Thank you. 